All right, starting parak Lamed Hey, Hachodesh Hazelachem, Rosh Chadashim, Rishon Chulachem, Lachodshi Hashana. B'Midrash, Mishabacher Hakadosh Baruch Hu Be'Olamo. Kava Vo Roshi Chadashim Veshanim. Mishabacher Be'Yakov Ubanov Kava Rosh Chodesh Shel Geula. Shabonu Golu Mimitzrayim Bo Kibel Yaakov Habrochus Ubo Asidin Lehigoyel Ubo Nolad Yitzchak Ubo Neakad Agabi Mizbeach Ubo Romaz Lehisroel Shehu Rosh Tishua Shanamar Rishon Hulachem Laroshe Lachoshe Hashalom. Okay, so we've got that this month, this, this Rosh Chodesh is the beginning of a lot of things. Lots of beginnings happened. On this day. Okay. So it sounds like we listed five things that Rosh Chodesh Nisan uh, was unique in. And then for some reason, a number of times in this Midrash here, it says about being Rosh Chodesh for the Gula. Okay. Biru Bize Kiro Uyim Lios Nigolim Behodish Rishon Bumashu Rishon. So now this is the point that he's saying. What's the connection between being redeemed and the fact that it's the beginning of all these other things? Why is being the beginning uh, connected to being redeemed? So so he says, no, conceptually the two are related. The Tamze, Yizboyer Lekaman, Eitzel Matzah, Shanu Ochlim, Vigam Eitzel Halachma. So in two different places where we talk about the Matzah and the, the, its relationship to the Geula, it will, the, the same concept will be explained that Geula is not within Zman, that's what he's going to talk about over there, that it's not uh, another step in some sort of a uh, development of events, rather it's a brand new beginning. Upnei kach, neser ha-chomitz, shenase ba-arifus ha-zman, chomitz takes time until it develops little by little, that uh, what you have now is a product of what happened some time ago, yeah, so that's not a brand new beginning. We call Inyan Hagaula Kahaya Kilohi speak Bitska Bitskas Avoseinu Lihachmitz Shemizetira 
Shekolina Geula built Yamshazman. So th- that's the symbolism of the Geula is it's something that is not taking place within the developments of time, but rather it's it's sudden. It's happening, um, you know, uh, inst- uh, instantaneously, so to speak. It doesn't have to be literally an instant. It could be it could be up to um, eighteen minutes, or, or, or you know, whatever is the amount of time that uh, d- does not take is not considered a significant amount of time. Um, that's uh, still people don't relate to that as uh, some sort of a uh, continuation of Zman right obviously once a person can walk significant distance then it becomes already a thing you know like walking to a Terasami on Shabbos morning right from uh, from uh, Walden that's already that's already a a time a time thing Uh, 10 minutes that's you know, from um, Sherwin. from Sherwin, that's that, that just you know par for the core. But uh, it's, even though yeah, what I believe it might be par for the course. Course, okay. Yeah, sorry. Ulfi she Yisrael yotsu b'medregas kedusha elokis shein shayeg ba zman. So the, we have to understand what kind of a geul it is. If it would be a uh, you know uh, a development like a, a certain historical uh, um, development that was a result of of uh, other things that happened. There was certain things led to other certain things, and that led to the gula, and the gula ultimately led to entering into so it was it was a part of a historical development, historical process. So then. Yeah, then, then it's okay for it to happen within Zman. The thing itself is happening within Zman. But the answer, but as we're going to discuss, the Gula the Klausel had from Yitzhiya Mitzrayim wasn't like that. It was a it was a miraculous Gula, which is Lamalim in Zman. It's something that, that came from the outside of of uh, of reality. Meaning there was nothing that had like been leading up to where you would say, oh, like now this makes sense, you know, you know historians like to look back and say, yeah, you, you, could, you could see already the signs, you know, the telltale signs that this was going to be, this was going to be happening, right? The, no, there was no signs, right? It was because Hashem decided that's why it happened. Not that it was, uh, the, 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 the situation was ripe for that. And, and indeed, there is no historical way to explain this. That it makes right. sense. That's reasonable, right? So, but also the most important part of it, meaning sorry? after you saw the ten plagues, you said mm-hmm. now it's mm-hmm. ripe for them to leave. But that's all part of the reshown. Also, is the most important. Yeah, the, the plagues were a part of the ghoul already. That mm-hmm. that was that was the so um, so again. So just this is the point that he's going to be saying many many times throughout the sefer that since Yisrael uh, uh, left Bumadrigas Kedusha. Elokis, shein shayeh ba zman, shere yotsu ayidei also somovsim. We left through miraculous nature. Lefikach rui legeula davar shehu rishin. 
So Rishon is always, uh, it's not the result of what was. Now you can say, well, isn't every, you know, Rosh Chodesh just continuation of the previous month? Well, uh, it depends on what perspective you have of it, right? So uh, the moon is a new moon. You say, yeah, but the the reason why there's a new moon now is because the previous one, Disappeared. Now there's a new moon, right? So to a certain extent, that would be true. The one, but 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 we but, but then you would say there's no first month. All months were preceded by other months. But we have a pasuk. Hashem says to us, this pasuk, this month is a new, the, the beginning for all the months. So that means that it's it's the it has a spiritual characteristic in it. That it's not a continuation of uh, of the previous one, right? That, I mean, you see the moon. I mean, to a certain extent, it happens every month when the moon is born anew. It changes direction. It was getting less and less and less and less, and now all of a sudden, it's starting to come out. It's starting to. Uh, it's, it's a new moon, right? But even within the months, um, the, now this is not. You can't tell this by looking at the moon. The moon does not look any different. <coughs> This Rosh Chodesh than other Rosh Hashanah, but Hashem tells us that from all the Rosh Hashanah, this one is the is the Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, so it's the Chodesh of the Hashanah. It's the new of the new. So that representing a brand new beginning, and that is appropriate for Gula because the Gula of Chalzer is not the result of a development of events, but rather the expression of the will of Hashem. He pressed the button and it happened. Right? When things start out, everyone belongs to himself. Now, afterwards, you could theoretically know, sell yourself or you could be kidnapped or enslaved or whatever, right? But that's already superimposed onto the basic fundamental setup, which is I am I am me. I'm not, I'm not your servant. That's already potentially step two, but step number one is I am me. That's a more basic definition of self. That's called free. You say, I am me, that, that, that's free. I have self-determination uh, or, or, or whatever you want to call it. Right? So, so, the, so the beginning of everything is Gula. Beginning of everything is, is, is being free, is, is being yourself. Make sense? Hanimsa so. from the most basic, from the most fundamental aspect of what any creature is. So then, he is, he is he. 
Ким Балихаим Шейнам Медабрум Шейлу Давка Мецад Ацмом Бубриосом Рауим Шию Тахаса Адам. He introduces a, uh, an exception, a caveat. That animals are different. Animals exist to serve man. Because they don't speak. However, but enslavement of a person who speaks, that's bimikra. No, why do we care about that he speaks? It's, it's indicative of his Ruchani nation. So we said, right, that uh, the morals brought before many times uh, the unculus on the Pasuk of that Adam will be the Nefesh Chaya. So what is the Nefesh Chaya? is Nefesh Medeberis, a speaking soul. So uh, we spoke about this with Moshe Rabbeinu um, is he, he couldn't speak. That's a mila. Wait a second, but I told you elsewhere that it's it's a mila to be. Yes, be able to speak. So he says, no, no. having the the ability to speak speaks to intellectual prowess. It speaks to the ability to think abstractly, to have some sort of a purpose, to have, to, 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 to to you're something, right? But the actual speech itself. Actually, you know, the, turning that into physicality—that's what motion. That, you know, that's actually lowered. That's actually lowered down. That's already more like barking. You know, like combining the, your thoughts with barking, or um, howling, or you know, all the animals making their own, you know, the, the noises that the different animals make. Yeah, so that kind of drags it down. But the speech in this case, dibur, means forming thoughts, forming. Um, Weaving together concepts into into thought, right? so to speak, uh, um, what we would call abstract thinking or something, right? That it makes man unique, and seemingly that's uh, animals. They they don't do that, so then they are here just for our for us. What's the connection? The connection is that. If you don't think, you don't have a you don't you don't have a tachlis. The, the tachlis is that right now I, I'm hungry, so, so I'm trying to get some food. And you know, next moment I'm um, you know feel like having some fun and playing around, throwing stuff around because I, I feel good. Right, I'm gonna play with a ball or whatever it is. Right, so that's what anim- animals do. That, but Adam that he can. The, the, he is a medaber, not a medaber in the physical sense of the word, but uh, medaber in the fact that he is, let's say, the balmachshava, right? So he he can have um, he can have a rotzon, a machshava, a hirhur. He can have a, a desire, a thought, a plan. Life is purposeful. So then, the animals. They can't have that, so then they become a part of 
that plan. I mean, they don't have their own plan, right? So they are rather, like the Midrash says, that Hashem brought to Adam um, all the all the animals. Or for, first, he said to the angels, angels could not give them names, right? And then Adam gave them all names. What does that mean? It means that a name is a definition of the thing. What, what's it here for? What's it doing? Right? So angels couldn't give them names because the angel only knows his own purpose in life. He doesn't. He, he knows what he's supposed to do. What about the wolf? What about the cow? What about the rooster? I don't know. What does that have to do with me? I I do the Ras Hashem. Right? Adam, that he is a medaber, that he has uh, a plan. He's looking, how can I bring Kvot Shemaim to the world? What can I do to be, to, to serve Hashem? Right? So then, okay, so uh, I'm going to have a Shabbos Huda. I'm commanded, right, uh, on the Shabbos, I'm going to have Shabbos Huda. Okay, so part of that is having chicken. Right? So I'm going to take this chicken, I'm going to shaft it, and that's going to be... So then the chicken now becomes a part of it. So then I can call chicken, you know, whatever it is, I can give it a name because it has a part in my purpose, in my plan. Right? Uh, cow can be power, uh, fruitful. Uh, the thing that makes lots of milk. Right? The... Each, each animal now will find its own purpose, and that's that's the name that's given to it, part of that bigger plan. Okay? Um, but Adam, each Adam himself, that he is a Medaber, that he's got his own plan, so then that's step number one. So he's free in that regard. It's, it's him. Right? Then superimposed on that is the fact that he's... You know, somebody else grabs him and subjugates him and, and makes him... Um, you know, under, uh, underneath himself. Um, did you see Bazar try calling you? Bazar has Corona. I know. Oh. But he would like to call him. I didn't realize that he. Yeah, I know. Just not, I, second time. He had yeah, when he was in Michigan. Remember? Oh yeah, it was him or his family. I think he was very sick. I thought. Oh that yeah. Was part of it. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, okay. So the whole Dover who rishon lama shvimikra? So, if the thing one is who I am fundamentally, no matter what, no matter where, where how. Yeah, but but that's this is me definitionally me. That's the core. That's the core of of who I am. That means I, I belong to myself fundamentally. Superimposed on top of that is that I currently work for this for, for this person. So that's that's a mikra, right? So therefore, v'kol etzem hadaver hurishan l'mashiv mikra. The mikra is superimposed on top of it. that's second. There's primary, there's secondary. So it's rishan. So it's, he's bringing us to the fact that the geula 
has to do with Rishon because Geula is establishing that which is Rishon, that which is primary, that which is first. First doesn't make a difference even in time. Let's say theoretically someone is born an Avid. He's a Ben um, right? I'm a, I'm a, let's say someone is a son of a maidservant. Right? So the moment he's born, he's a slave. Right? But still in concept, or we would call ontologically, right? Not, not chronologically, from the first day he was Avid, but ontologically, in theory? Yeah, in concept, yeah. Uh, he's primarily himself. He's secondarily this person's Evid. Veharaya is the master could die and he could, you know, be left all onto his own devices, right? But you can't do it the other way around. There's no way that he could not be himself but still be the servant of his master. I mean, the Gon says if you ever want to figure out how, which one of two things is primary, which one is secondary, see which one you could strip away, and the other one will be left by itself. Mean, left by itself, meaning... Left by itself. Meaning, okay, in t- in, intact, or... If it's possible to... I mean, whenever there's two definitions on one thing, yeah, it must be that one of them is primary and the, se- and the, sec- and the other one is secondary. And if sometimes we have a difficult time figuring out which one that is, try to figure out which one can I strip away while leaving while still leaving the thing intact. This example here. Yeah. So here the example would be that what well, because you have a person he's born an avid, right? So he's himself and he's also the property or the servant of his master. It's possible that he would be himself, but not the servant of his master. Let's say the master dies, or master frees him, or he runs away, or whatever, right? But it is not possible that he should be the servant of his master, but not be himself. Oh, uh, sorry, I understood that. They, they, they're, we're talking about a very specific case, though. We're saying even the case of a even in the case where we do not have a chronological um, way of telling which one is first, right? Because Meaning that, born because he was born into it. But nonetheless, at least ontologically, we can tell which one is the primary. Because his, his master could die. Right. He would still be fine. He would still be himself. I don't know, maybe he'd be very sad, but he would still be himself. himself. Yeah, so he's he, he primarily have... himself and secondarily a master, uh, a servant to his master. You, you could, granted, but also you could also concoct a case where someone is so mishubed to somebody else that when that second seeming that that actual secondary definition is stripped away, that person feels like mamish lacking. Let's say, let's say he feels extremely lacking, right. but it still is possible right, to yes. have him and not to have him who is not an avid anymore, right? But you could never construct a scenario where he's an avid, but he's not him, right? Right. But it's just interesting that model. Just taking one inference that might be a slight tangent. The inference of that would be there. It could also be the degree to which that definition is imposed upon him. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Go and talk yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. He does. He talks about that. There is a there is an etza. There is an etzim. That's what the thing is. There is a mikrohadavuk, a happenstance which is uh, at glued on to him, which is a, a much more. Uh, much more fundamental, like a second, there's a secondary level, and then there's a tertiary layer of mikrashe'enu davuk. 
and that's going to be easier to strip away still, right? So then, you know, you get into all sorts of discussions. Let's say water. Is water cold or is water wet? Is fine. Okay, we go both, right, but both, but both, uh, both is, uh, is a cop-out answer. Which one of those is primary, which one of those is secondary? What? What is primary? Cold is secondary, because you could strip away the, you know, you can heat up water, so it would still be water. Right. Okay, so then, then, yeah, so all, all sorts of things like that, yeah. Okay, so, um, Shibimikra Mukher, so, so again, so that which is, uh, etzim is rishon, and that which is mikra is uh, secondary. Olakach roui sheyotsu lecherus sheyavo burushus atzmum. So when the person is going on the cherus, what's he doing? He's going back to a state a state of who he really is, which is which is pri- primacy, which is which is rishon. That's rishon, right? He's Primarily himself, secondarily an effort. So when he is freed, he is going back to a state of what is primary and leaving the state of that which is secondary. So therefore, it's appropriate that that should happen b'chodesh harishon on the first of firsts. So on the first, you go back to your first. Kizeh davar rishon sheyen nimtza brushosatzmo. That is itself is a First thing, kizem itzad etzem hanimtza shehu rishon lemashiv mikra. Vehaven dvaramela meod kihem iker gadol meod. This is a very very big thing. Understanding of what is rishon that the rishon, the beginning of everything, helps us to connect to the beginning of ourselves. Vodis Barla Kaman Ki ain miyuchud Lagula Rak Rishon, like he said, I'm gonna talk about it again by Matzah. Okay, by Halach Ma'anya, by Matzah. He's gonna revisit this a number of times. Okay, any questions before we start the next paragraph? Okay. Vidibru El Koldas Yisroel Basil Khodesh Hazeh. Vigomer. Okay, so now, so we're now moving away from the first of the month, moving to the tenth of the month. Tenth of the month is the Tzivui to take a sheep, bring it into your house, tie it up next to the bed, and uh, Prepare the Korban Pesach. So, so interesting. So, I mean, Hashem says to Moshe, on Rosh Chodesh, that on the tenth, you're gonna you're gonna be commanding them to take the sheep. So, we have two different statements: the intellectual awareness of doing this, the Rosh Chodesh. But the actual action itself of taking the sheep, that is going to be happening on the 10th of Nisan. Yeah. Ask a quick hour. Sure. Why, why, are we, why are we delineating the, the quote-unquote restart moment as being Rosh Chodesh? Why not be Rosh Hashanah? That sounds like more of a 
fresh start, so to speak. Um, I mean, this this is the Rosh Chodesh of the first month of the months of the year. I mean, month itself is a the word Chodesh comes from Hishachus. Every month, like we said, physically you see the moon reborn. So that's the clearest. You know, when you say Rosh Hashanah, you know, ask the rest of the world out there, do they think this is Rosh Hashanah? They'll say, no, we, we actually think it's January 1st or December 25th or March 25th or, you know, whichever other previous times that they've had. Whenever people decided it's going to be beginning of the year, okay. right? Because there is no clear beginning of the year. There's nothing that changes on January 1st, right? I mean, the, the, the ball drops, right? <laughs> With the, right? What? Used to. It doesn't drop anywhere? COVID. I, I, oh. I, I, I don't know for sure, but I assume they mixed then last year, probably this year as well. I thought that they did it. That was the whole thing, that they... That they Okay. One year they didn't, and then the next well, year, I think the first year they didn't, and then the next year they had, like, limited the people or something. Uh-huh. Anyway, no, you can't, you can't. Uh, even if, you know, you tell even at the, you, but you, uh, they, how can you... You can tell people not to pray, but you can't uh, you know, <laughs> go, go, to, go to shul and <laughs> right. church, but you can't, you know, exactly. drop it somewhere. That's right. Uh, how are they supposed to get drunk otherwise? <laughs> okay, anyway, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, so, but, but Rosh Chodesh, is clear. It's, you look up in the sky and you see a new moon, right? That's that's a so uh, that's a very strong hischachus. Now, like I said earlier, we don't know which one of the months is the first of them. For that, we need the Torah to reveal to us. But at least, the, but the month itself is a, is a, a undeniable change in the in the reality of the world. So okay. So now back to back to back to us over here, right? So we have um, that on the tenth of Nisan is going to be the Tzibu to take the sheep. Pirushurazal Shahaya Hadibur Beechad Lachodesh Velakicha Basor Lachodesh. So interesting, it's not necessarily the, it's not how we would have read the Pasuk. Mechilta tells us not to read the Pasuk, the straightforward. Straightforward would be, speak to the Jewish people yeah, um, on the 10th of the month. The Mechilta says, no, no, don't read it like that. It says, speak to the Jewish people. Now, today, on the Rosh Chodesh, right? Th- that that here's what's going to happen. That on the tenth of the month is when you'll take the sheep. Yeah, here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so then we have, um, which which is strange because why would you tell the Jewish people now that on the tenth of the month they're going to be taking a sheep? Just tell them on the tenth of the month, go take a sheep. Right? No, no. I'm going to tell you now that in 10 days from now, you're going to be taking a sheep. Okay? 
So then it turns out there's three madrigas. There is the, the, the intellectual awareness now without any actions involved. Then there is the taking of the sheep on the 10th. And then there is the shifting of the sheep on the 14th. So we're going to have from this a, a mahalach, a progression um, from machshava uh, to to, uh, to 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 some sort of an action to a full blown uh, avoda to an avoda right where we actually serve Hashem where we are actually making the carbon okay so let's see the davarze davka bepesach mitzrayim tziva al halakicha I mean, we don't have such a mitzvah anymore, right? We, we don't need to take a sheep on the tent of Nisan. Um, that was only back then. Dixiv. Basor lechodesh hazeh. Since it specifies only this time, right? This, this time around, hazeh. So not uh, the future, in the future, uh, that's not going to be done anymore. Vain Pesach Doros. Uh, what do you have over there? What's the next word? Um, yeah. Okay. Not sure how to vowelize that. Okay. Mekho. Yeah. There's no... Uh, the pace of the Doros does not have of... Uh, oh, no. It's probably... Mikahu. Yeah. There you are. Mikahu. And the Pesach Doros don't, doesn't have in it from the following, open quote, Kahu. Take for yourselves. Be'asul uh, HaChodesh. On the end of the month. Okay? So, the Pirushu Atam Mechilta. The Mechilta explains why is that. Rabbi Masya Omer, Mipnei Ma Higdim Lekichaso Lishchita. So why do I need a four-day uh, separation between the taking of the sheep and the shechting of the sheep? Mipnei Shabbat Kodesh Boruchu Legoelam V'lohaya B'yodam Mitzvahs Sheis Asku Bahem K'day Legoel Osam. We did not have the merit of mitzvahs to be saved. So, Hashem provided us lakach, nosan, lahem, shte mitzvahs, mitzvahs Pesach, mitzvahs mila, sheis asku bahem, sheyi galam, so that Hashem should be able to save them uh, that in our own merit. We should have a little bit of a merit to be saved. V'omer, v'gam es, b'dam, Brisecha Shalachti Asirecha. So, uh, in the with, the with the blood of your covenant that, that, that I sent you away, um, so I sent you out from your being imprisoned, right? So, uh, so we have to have some merit. So, the by telling us to tie up the sheep on the tenth, 
that gave us four days of doing a mitzvah, of having a, of having been doing something, that and that helped us in the in uh, in the ultimate gula. Pirush, ki We were saved in a miraculous fashion. Umishu bal chomer gashmi and ruilza. But if we would be completely physical creatures, then we are like a contradiction to that. Meaning, we're going to be saved through a miraculous fashion. But we are totally engrossed in physicality. So we, like, we, we ourselves would be, would be a contradiction to that and would, would uh, almost be, it would be pro, like prohibitive, right? I mean, to the, the, the way that the morale uh, in the... In the second Hagdam, uh, second or third, uh, maybe third actually, Hagdam to over here, that we skipped the Hagdamas because they're very long and very involved. Um, maybe we'll come back to it, Hashem. The um, she talks about miracles, and that that uh, the reason why someone is fit for miracles is because he himself lives in a transcendent state. If a person who is himself on a higher plane, like a Navi, for example, um, can tap into those higher existences, uh, uh, those higher states of existence, and be fit for, um, for, for, for miracles. But someone who is, I think it's a second Hagdama, yeah, but someone who is uh, completely physical, so he's like a walking uh, contradiction to the miracles that Hashem would like to do for him. Yeah. Um, Why is Hashem doing miracles? Because this person is a uh, he's a spiritual person. He's someone who's connected to Hashem. He's belongs to Hashem. That's why Hashem is doing miracles for him. So that makes him that he is spiritual. He's separate from physicality. So whereas these people right now are completely engrossed in physicality. So that would be a problem. Therefore, Hashem gave to the Jewish people two mitzvahs. She is asked mitzvahs so that we should be redeemed through these miracles by being involved in these miracles. Uh, we should be redeemed through these mitzvahs. I apologize, right? That by being involved in these mitzvahs, we are spiritual. We are clinging to Hashem. We we belong to Hashem, and therefore it's appropriate that we should be redeemed with miracles. Okay, so that's just. Miracles in general. Now, oh, yeah. so we, didn't get, we didn't say why dark the four days, though. I mean, we're gonna... That's true. He, he didn't even say yet so far why Dafka, the Karim Pesach, and Brismila. Right. We'll, we'll get there. Okay. Yeah. Vidavka, Dam, Pesach, Vidam, Mila. So, why specifically these two uh, mitzvahs? Kirotza, Hakodesh Boruchu. Legal Yisrael may base may be in umus or the carvum a love. Say this from amongst the goyim and to bring us close to him. 
ולא היו ישראל ראויים על זה. The Ramban says that the language Geula is, is really, there's two things happening with Geula. Geula is not simply taking, you know, taking out from his dominion, but it's actually also taking into my dominion. That's what Geula means. Yeah, so there's, there's a double, there's a double thing that's happening. There's, that you're no longer by him and instead you're by me. That's what Amaral just said. Right? Hashem wanted to take us out from amongst the Goyim and to bring us close to Him. So first of all, you have to get rid of the Orla. That's the blood of the Separation from that which is negative. That's like the sur Yeah, that's uh, separating from the from the nations. Vein davar gnus v'pchisus k'morla. That's the last thing. The foreskin. Hamavdil bein Hashem yisborach ubein haadam. It represents. Being engrossed in Taivas, which is a separation between man and Hashem. Vacher, Shehisir, Pchisus. Vignus shallow. Once you remove that from yourself, as yavod lo, then you go to serve Hashem. Bevade. Vezed dam Pesach. She Pesach who avodoso. Pesach is avodos Hashem. Lo yisborach. Veaz ruim ligoil. So then we're going to be fit for Gula, which also is these two levels: leaving the tribe and becoming close to Hashem. Aval shiye oved imchisus vignus shadain bo enzavoda. But to serve Hashem, while you got you know, serve the king with having you know excrement smeared on your face, right? Like that's not here. I look. I I brought you this food, right? <laughs> like this is filthy. It's disgusting, right? And the king doesn't want that. Right. right, so that's why there's a prohibition specifically that an oral may not bring a Karun Pesach. Mm-hmm. Because until you, as we spoke about before, Nisul Sharm, why is it always Sur Meirava Asetov? Why is it always that first I have to work on my Zihirus before I can work on my Zrizus? For this reason. For this reason. Right, because what do you... Yeah, I'm going to run, I'm going to do this mitzvah, I'm so excited. You're just eating trefus. You, you just finished up your, your, your pork sandwich, you're going to run to put on film. It doesn't work that way, right? It's, it's the other way around. First, surmira, then asetov. Yeah? First, you remove the pchisus, then you enter into a voda. Why is it after that? 
You say v'daf v'dam pesach v'dam milo, but right now he's just explaining. Right now he's just uh, yeah. That's lav dafka. He's he's not not. He's not focusing on the dam part. Correct. I mean, there's the obviously the dam has to do with a bris. Bris is always a bit a bris. A covenant is always through cutting, creases bris. So the the shrita of the korban pesach. Yeah. Okay. Is it tafka the dam that is the unity? Is the glue here? The blood is a result of cutting. Yeah, so that's uh Pesach, Shailu base mitzvahs heim Haskala Yoser Mikol Hamitzvahs. So we started off in a state of being unfit to be redeemed, and so we're going to become fit to be redeemed through mitzvahs, but which, which mitzvahs specifically? The mitzvahs that symbolize entry into Avodos Hashem on those two levels, being the re- redemption is being taken out of Mitzrayim, being brought into Hashem, so then we need the Sur Meirah on the Mitzvah side as well, which is the Brismila and the Korm Pesach. This will pick up from the Ode, Yesh Lefaresh, Hashem, next week.